Hey, you're listening to Chew On That, and here's what we're chewing on today. Words have power. Words like, I'm so proud of you, or you're such a letdown, both yield such power, possess such power. And so for the next couple of weeks, I want to talk about the words that you choose to use because the words that we speak have the ability to either release life or release death, both over ourselves and over everybody who's in our circle of influence. They are a matter of life or death. So today I want to start this little journey about four weeks by talking about the value of the words you use. Hey, hi, welcome to Chew On That. My name is Keith and you're joining us for a podcast where we dig deeper into the most recent sermon from the current sermon series happening here at Life Church in Green Bay. This week, we are discussing the last week of our series that we've been running called Life Church Classics or LC Classics. Um, my name again is Keith and joining me today as my guest is Jason Heinrichs. Jason is a divisional manager for Cutco Cutlery. Jason Heinrichs, a division manager for Cutco Cutlery. Yes, in case you didn't get that the first time. What, Hello, Keith. What, what, hey, hey, Jason. Uh, let, tell me what you do. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of words yeah. that that like I hear all of those words. Yeah. Uh, in succession, not very often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely even reading it a second time, I was like, okay, divi- let it sink in. Yeah. Okay. So what do you do, Jason? It's almost like a mom. You know, there's many important hats that I wear, Keith. But it's inspirer, motivator, recruiter, uh, sometimes babysitter, uh, coach, therapist. Uh, teacher, all of the above. That that's that's really cool. And so, cutlery. Yeah, knives. For, uh, knives. Okay, there yeah, you go. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to be like for the people like myself that like when I hear the word cutlery, I have to like my brain snaps and like cutlery, cutlery, mm-hmm. like like knives. Yeah. Like so, so yeah. you're a divisional manager for a, a very large company, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, 300 offices nationwide, work with about 40,000 people a year. I've been doing it for 17 years and love it. Awesome. And and from what I gather, because I do have Cutco knives, so yeah, you do. I was playing a little coy and a little bit of it, um, is is you guys just sell a really phenomenal product and yeah. you stand by it. And yeah. and your role on in, in, in the business is raising up uh, sales associates. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool, man. That's so cool. Jason, I don't, and I hope that this bleeds through the mic. Uh, me and Jason are, are, are pretty good friends. And um, so I, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun here. I, I, I wanted Jason, I, so I, I started hosting this like a, a semi-hosting position for uh, Chew on That um, a, a handful of episodes back. And um, and so the powers the powers that be said, well, who would you like as as like guests, right? Who, who would you wanna like, who would you wanna talk with about these things? And I gave him a list and, and uh, the, the people that have already been on the show with me were at the top of my list. Nice. So uh, I'm, I'm really excited. Jason is a, is just not just a stand-up dude. He's just, he's a, he's a, he's a Jesus person that, uh, that I look towards as uh, I want to aspire to be like more like Jason. Jason is a very, very much an epitome of, uh, of what a Jesus person looks like. So, um, so I'm really excited to have you. Thank you for joining uh, me today for this. Um, so, with 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 all that said, let wow. let's, let's yeah. go to the first song by brother. Let's do it. Because the quality of your life is determined by the words you use. It's not my opinion. Book of Proverbs says, 
you're going to have to live with the consequences of everything you say. What you say can either preserve or it can destroy life. So because of that, you're going to have to accept the consequences of the words that you use. I wonder, have you ever said something that you regretted? Like if you could, like if you could see the words come out of your mouth, you said something and it's, oh, oh, oh. you try to catch it. You can see it slipping through your fingers. like, no! <laughs> and you're like, gosh, I wish I could just push that foolishness right back into my mouth. You said something you wished you hadn't. You said something you wish you could take it back, but you can't because there's no idle words. There are no empty words. Well, so the first, the first, this first question, like soundbite, um, I kind of want to think it's like a, like a gimme, like a kind of just an underhand pitch, knock it out of the park sort of thing. So you, uh, pastor opens up with the question, have you ever said anything that you regret? Never. Never, never, never. Constantly. Guys. Yeah, yeah, right? Like yeah. never, not once. Mm-hmm. This is a good week of podcasting. Thank you. Join next week. Uh, no, obviously that that's, uh, mm-hmm. gosh, if, if I were to think like, and it's a lot better now because I take, I take daily action at watching how, what I say, how I say it. Um, but my gosh, there, especially moments, times in my lives where, I, I, some of it was, I didn't even know I was doing it, but mm-hmm. like, man, I'm just, I was an idiot a lot of times with, with the words I chose to use and when I chose to use them. Yeah. I think we'd be much better off as a human race, just taking 10 seconds and think before we speak. I know it's easier said than done, but you know, when I think about that, I think about, you know, Toby Mac's mission of the whole speak life, right. And is his song, I love it. And so you know, I do everything I can to try to speak life into others. Uh, you know, another kind of point there would be that what you appreciate appreciates. And I feel like when you're able to speak life into people and appreciate them, that comes out. But same as if you're saying negative things to people, turn them down, they're going to have extra insecurities and not think about uh, how great they can be. So I love Toby Mac's uh, Speak Life campaign, if you will. I, I love that. And, and you can see... Well, you can't really, you guys can't see because you're like listening. Um, I can see because Jason's right across the table from me. Um, you, you, can, you can tell that you live that, mm-hmm. right? You not only live that like uh, as friends, that's the person I know, right? Like that's, that's the Jason I know. Uh, but like you can tell you live that in, in your work. I mean, that's essentially your job, mm-hmm. right? You are, you are living and breathing this uh, 24-7, which hats off and super commendable, but like, I'd, I'd ask you as like, as you're, as a friend, cause I, I'm curious too. Uh, have you always been like that? Like, has this always been the Jason that, that everyone has known or were, was there patches, rough patches in, 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 in the road to this? Sure. I would say, so I'd say I, I haven't always been like this, but I don't know when the switch was. I was always I was always a you know a good athlete, a nice guy, decent at school, but I was led by example. And I feel like uh, in Cutco, and it kind of brought that out of me of of my the impact I have on having a great conversation with someone or inspiring them of what's possible for them. And it also carried over into my faith journey and just you know what our words can do to see more out of people. And I'd say it kind of goes back actually, uh, words being spoken to me. So in seventh grade, I was bullied and I was called scrub. That was the word. 
It's called Scrub. 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 People didn't know my name. They knew me as Scrub. Which is weird because like, seriously, if anyone knows who Jason is, Jason's like to the nines. Like the, the man dresses great, right? Like he's a, he's a poster for like any any awesome department store. Like he's got the haircut, man. He's got his, his the beard's trimmed perfect, right? So like to be called, Jason was called Scrub at one point in his mm-hmm. life. Go on with that. Yeah. So it really tore me down. And I was already, I was, I was already teased for my faith and Jesus boy and my parents pretty cheap. So just called Walmart boy and church boy and then scrub on top of it. So it really helped in eighth grade that I went from the scrub being bullied to then, you know, I hit puberty. I got decent at sports. I uh, started working so I could afford my own clothes and go to the, the Nike outlet mall and <laughs> get, get all stocked up. And so I became as cool in other people's eyes in eighth grade and became sought after, but then I still was that same insecure, right. you know, quote unquote scrub. And I felt like I had to be that voice for others, uh, as well as being a Jesus person, realizing, well, Jesus loves all of us, no matter how good or bad we are at things. And I think that's really the moment where, where it kind of switched, I'd say, if I uh, were to pick a moment where this kind of something I, I grew and I embodied and I really developed then after, uh, started my, my job, it really, really showed even more. Right. And, and the line that came to my head, and I don't know who said this. So like it, it could be some, like a terrible influence, but the line that stuck in my head, like, if you look good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you play good. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so that, that sounded like it had some weight in your life. Um, though, when you were talking, the one thing that stuck out to me though, was like, you were still talk you were talking like a Jesus foundation in the seventh and eighth grade, which my childhood was uniquely different than like than yours. Uh, but that, that idea of, of Christ wasn't resonating with me as a seventh or eighth grader, but it was you. Um, do you think, do you think where you are now um, that played a large part in it because of the upbringing, the background you had in it? Do you think that that helped tremendously? And, and I, and I'm asking, because if you're listening to this, you either mm-hmm. you either did have a childhood like that or you didn't. So I'm not asking for the listeners to be like, well, I didn't. Well, I can't ever be like a super positive Jason. But a lot of us have people that we that that we can speak that into their lives at that point, right? A lot of the listeners, I have children. Jason, you have you have children. Uh, listeners, so mm-hmm. delve on that. Like break break down that. Yeah, I'd say I was really blessed to be raised in Christian home, loving family. Things were pretty good, the normal ups and downs of family. And I, yeah, I would say that uh, really helped. Yeah. I mean, thinking back, I mean, to have that foundation and have that, uh, you know, that Jesus culture and go to going to church and, you know, you're surrounded by a certain group of people. So even as I was being bullied, or made fun of, I had still my family in the church to help me through that, which also I feel is a big reason why, you know, there's a lot of teen suicide right now. There's a lot of uh, uncertainty in the world, especially with college students. And I feel like if they had that, that church family with them, um, it would it obviously help because we didn't all have a blessed upbringing. And I think we all have the family drama, but, you know, the, the whole Jesus surrounding, uh, you know, family, if you will, really helped me through that. And yeah, I'm very appreciative for that. Oh, that's, I love it. That's, that's great. That's good inspiration for listeners, for myself that stay the course, live, live, live for Jesus and Mm -hmm. and raise, raise your children to know Jesus and, and it will yield results. 
it will you will reap a harvest, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Love it, man. We're going to have to accept the consequences of every single word we use because they have the ability to either bring life or to destroy life. I like how one version says it. It says the power of life and death is in the tongue. Everything God created, he created with words. You look at the creation process in the book of Genesis. Over and over, it says, and God said, and there was. And God said, and there was. And God said, and there was. He never one time waved his hand. He didn't have a magic wand. He didn't have no potion. He didn't clap his hands like the clapper, although that's one of the greatest inventions of all time. He only created by speaking. And since we were created in his image, it would be an obvious assumption for us to make that there is something significant in the area of our speech, that the area of our speech has a creative force either in life or in death, in our lives and in the lives of everybody around us. By the words of your mouth, you are either releasing one or the other. You are either releasing life or you are releasing death. But there is no middle ground when you speak because there is value in the words that come out of our mouths. They bring value either to God's bottom line or to the enemy's bottom line. And the question is, whose economy do you want to sow into? What do you, uh, Jason, you, you yeah. start with this one. You, what do you got, man? Yeah, I, what comes to mind is, is we can create a movement of empowerment or a movement of fear just based on, on the words we were saying, you think about, you know, Hitler and what he created through his words with fear and what like Martin Luther King Jr. created. And uh, they were passionate about a movement, uh, good and bad. And when I think about that, it, it is, it's really, yeah, it makes you think like, what, what am I saying? What am I, what am I saying to my friends, my family, people around me and am I creating, you know, what, what am I creating? Yeah, you know when you when you put it in perspective of of uh, world history, um, yeah, words, words, words sway an army. You know, words, mm-hmm. words can be built up, um, and they can destroy. Uh, I, I for one, like what, what Pastor was saying, like biblically, like I, I probably read. I mean, I think the vast majority of human beings that give reading the Bible a crack, you know, give it a shot. I mean, they'll get to that line, right? That's it's pretty early in the book, right? And and I know a lot of people. Uh, there are a lot of Christ followers that haven't read the Bible through and through. They haven't read it through, and and I would definitely, you know, if we're gonna make a promotion for anything, yeah, it's I would I would, I'd read the book. Um, but with all that being said, um, so I, I would think that that's probably one of the more noticeable lines for any. Uh, person who who picked up a Bible, you know, they, they, but I never thought of it like that, like how pastor said where uh, God's words were what brought everything to life, right? God's words. He didn't, do, he, he didn't wave a wand, he didn't snap his finger with, he spoke life. And then, and then how pastor flipped it over and he's like, you know, so it, we venture to guess if we're in his image that our words are, are, are rather, are rather important as well. Um, what, 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 what do you, what do you take from that? Yeah, I'd agree. It's crazy to comprehend, you know, God just spoke and it was there. 
Right. And so I think with enough, yeah, when you read through the Bible, so if you haven't start reading today, I recommend <laughs> it. Uh, but even just a verse a day, you know, get started. But I, th- I think you just realize how, how, how valuable words are and how valuable, uh, you know, Jesus and God think words are based on what everything that came from them speaking into people, uh, into people's insecurities, into people who had overcome something, into people that needed more faith. It's just those words spoken to those people, whether through them or an angel. It's it's crazy to think. And, and again, when we read through the Bible, it's, you know, we're, we're just, we know the end story. But when you think about them in that moment and being spoken to by Jesus, like in his disciples, right? Empowering them or, you know, Moses uh, seeing God in the bush, right? Like in the moment, wow, you know, those, those words, those words really, really matter. Yeah. And what, what I'm thinking when I'm like, when I'm listening to you is mm-hmm. that you're really good at this. You are like really good at doing this podcast stuff. <laughs> like you're the, you're, you're very, very well composed. Um, yeah. Man, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes when you, when you, when you speak of it like that, like God spoke and, and, and there it was, right? Mm-hmm. God spoke and, and there it was. Mm-hmm. And when I think of the, the grand, the grandiose scheme of, of just talking, gosh, I, I need to be better at using my words, man. I need to be, I, I'm a, I'm a listener by nature. So like the fact that, I, that I'm doing mm-hmm. like stuff like a podcast doesn't make sense so much to me. Cause like I'm a, if I, if I'm around a table of people, I just listen. And then every now and again, maybe I'll chime, maybe I'll chime in, but I'm usually not a chimer in her. Um, but man, I need to be more accurate with my words. I need to be more precise with them. I need to, first and foremost, I probably need to, to pray more on mm-hmm. when to, when to speak up. Right. Yeah, I think, so I agree. I'm, I'm the same way, Keith, where I'm more of a listener, just sit back with the flow. Even if there's a little bit of a rub where I'm like, I don't know if I fully understand that or agree with that. I'm just going to kind of let it slide at times, unless it's really against um, something that isn't truth. But I would say that, uh, you know, when you, when you think about, um, you know, speaking, having conversations with people, how important it is to just be real with them. I think sometimes too, and I, I don't always, I'm not always politically correct. I'm not always the most eloquent, but you know, when you think about what needs to be said and the truth that needs to be said, I feel like, like you said, if you pray ahead of time and you, you just let God speak through you, or you just have faith and like, Hey, you may not say it the best way. If your friend needs to be called out or needs to be spoken life into like, Hey, you're going to have the right words and it's going to come across um, enough. So they get it. So I think uh, I totally agree with you. At the same time, it's important to not let that stop us or you as a listener to call out something uh, if so, you know truth that that needs to be that needs to be said or something that someone needs to hear. And sometimes that maybe it's not even talk, calling them over the phone. Maybe it's a quick text of inspiration or something that you think that they need to hear. I think it's real um, real important to do that over saying it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So um, as, as as we as we talk about words. Um, are you a swear? Do you swear? Do you curse? Uh, so I don't, but sometimes I force myself to out of effect and work. So people don't know that I'm serious because sometimes I'm many times I'm again, passive kind of go with the flow. And, uh, I don't always show that 
hardcore emotion that I'm mad at our sales results. But you know, inside I'm like, dang it guys, let's go. So sometimes for effect, yeah. um, I do, but no, I try not to, not that I don't think those are just words, but also, um, in, as long as you're not using the Lord's name in vain, it's like, they're just, I mean, they get your attention, yeah. but also they're, they, they kind of show the fruit of the root, right? Of, well, if you're a Jesus person, you probably shouldn't swear. So that's why I, I try not to, but it's not, not a temptation for me. I don't, I usually don't swear. I used to swear a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was, it was ingrained in my vocabulary. I worked on it mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I really focused on, you know, when, when a word would slip out of my mouth like that, like I would mark, I would like mark in, in like in my brain, like oh, I swore twice today. Ah, and then sometimes I'd swear when I, when I was like, ah, swore again. <laughs> um, but I, I do like what you say, like now, if I were, um, I, I, I try not to use the F word much of any. Um, I never take the Lord's name in vain. That's just one of those things that uh, when, I, when I said, hey, I got to be more accurate with my words. I got to be better with how I, how I, how I use them. Um, that was easily the one that uh, was easy to cut off. Um, because I mean, it wasn't because I was, I was doing it, uh, because I actually wanted the Lord to, to curse that thing. It was just cause it was, it was words. I was used, it was loosely and uselessly using words that what this whole episode's about is just, if you don't think about it, come on, you gotta think about it. Right. But, um, but I, I do now, now I, when, when I think it's accurately placed, I, I, when you said that, I'm like, <laughs> I do that same thing. Uh-huh. Like I was for effect. Right. But it, it, it'll, it, it will be, uh, uh, I guess, easy curse words. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like curse words that are like, eh, I mean, it, it could be on primetime television and they would yeah. whip it out. Right. The lower level swear. The, words, the yeah. lower level, like George Carlin, you, he was a comedian. Uh, hopefully most, all of our listeners know George Carlin, but he had the, the degrees of like the words you can say. And, and yeah. All right, well, we'll, from that point, we'll we'll just go ahead and move on to the next topic. Because scripture says Jesus is the word. John 1 says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. It goes on to say, and the word became flesh and it dwelt among us. If you go to the Psalms, which if you don't know where that is, just take a left and go like to the Old Testament. The Psalms say God sent his word and his word healed them and his word delivered them from their destruction. Like, do you see the value that is in words? And so if God uses the word word as an analogy for who his son is, don't you think that we should choose ours more wisely? Aren't you glad he chose is wisely. So there's this separation that our sin caused between us and God, but God spanned that separation with his word. Interestingly, when we look at how it is that we come into relationship with God, we come into relationship with God through words. Ooh. So if the, if the first two sound bites were a warm up, <laughs> that one's for, for me, that, that soundbite was, uh, it had a lot of meat on that bone, right? Um, first and foremost, the the you, we come to the Father through words, right? Uh, s- salvation is is done by speaking out loud that you want Christ in your life and in your heart and to take over. Um, 
I mean, just that little portion of that one minute sound bite was, is enough. But then how pastor was saying, uh, God referred to Jesus as the word. That's crazy. Like he, he referred to him as the word, yeah. like God's word, the Bible, God refers to Christ as the word, his word. I mean, that, that, that it's like to wrap your brain around that. Like, Can't. like no. so I've read the Bible. Yep. I've read the Bible quite, mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. Okay. Um, I don't, I'm not a big reader. And so the fact that I can read the Bible is kind of like uh, a miracle all on its own for myself. Like, it's not that I'm not a good reader. Like I can, I'm, I'm, I can write very well. I'm good with the English language. Um, I just don't really have an interest in doing it. I, I know it's a lot of people do and You're one of those people that have a huge interest in reading. You read a lot. Um, I, I just don't. Uh, but I've read the Bible consistently for the better part of six, seven years now, every day. I've read through the Bible several times, several, several, several times. Um, but yeah, putting my brain around the, the Bible when I'm, when I'm holding a Bible, that's like, that's, that's God's blueprint. That's like his design for your life, your, your solution in every single problem you have. There's the solutions found in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It, it also doubles as a history book. I mean, the, the first, the first bit of that, uh, of that in, entire book is, is history. I, I always looked at it like that, like a, for, for people that are getting into reading the Bible or haven't wanted to put their toes in that pool. Um, I, I was explained like, it was explained to me like this. Um, the old Testament, if you read it like a history book, you don't try and find stuff to rebut, you know, like when we, when we're in American history, we, we, we don't raise our hands and be like, Hey, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if what you said is accurate. Like we, we students in school are just like, okay, all right. Gettysburg address happened. All right. There you go. This happened. Yeah. All right. World war two happened. Cool. guy. Industrial revolution. That happened. Cool. Right on. We don't look for, we don't raise our hands and be like, Nope. Industrial revolution did not happen. How could it have happened if they, we don't, we don't do that. Right. So if we treat the, the old Testament like a history book, because it was, it was, it was, it was built like that, mm-hmm. uh, a history of, of, of creation, a history of a civilization of, of human beings. Um, and then we, we go into the, the Psalms and Proverbs, like, like pastor said in the Psalm bite, Psalms and Proverbs are beautiful design for, uh, overcoming, uh, mo- they're motivational. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, what, what would be the type of book that, 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 uh, other than a motivational book, what are, what are, what are the types of words? I'm thinking of John C. Maxwell is what I'm thinking. Yeah, so Proverbs is the John Maxwell section of the Bible. There you go. Just, just the, the inspirational stuff. The, and then we get to the New Testament where Christ shows up. And then that's uh, when, when Christ shows up, it's a, there's a, there's a Gentiles were allowed in. Right. And so that is the, the, the Gentiles version of, uh, of, of the guide to life. Right. So I treat, treat, I treated the Bible like that, like mm-hmm. treat it like a history book, read it like a history book, get a lot of good, useful information in the old Testament, get a lot of good. I mean, all the, all those words, all those words still apply. When Christ came, he's, he's like, I didn't come to abolish any laws. No, those all still happen. You know, uh, I'm just here to give you new, right. To give you new life. Um, treat it like a history book. Psalms of Proverbs treat it like an inspirational book. New Testament, treat it as your new design for life. 
Yeah, I think it's real important to be reading through the Bible. I think you're going to get different different things out of it based on timing of your life, timing of, of the year. And like you mentioned, reading through it multiple times. I'm sure each time it's a little different. And each time you're in a different season. So you're getting more out of it. And I heard, I think at Life Church, I feel bad that I don't remember, but in some Christian podcast or, uh, you know, Life Church here, um, it was that, you know, praying to God is how we speak to him, but reading the Bible is how he speaks to us. Mm. And so mm. wrapping my mind around that Jesus is the word, what? Even now as a longtime Jesus person, I still like, I just don't fully get it. Like I understand, but when I really think about what, you know, I understand what it means. But when you think about and even like the Trinity and, and all that, right? We could get into that and that's another podcast. But it's like, it's just things that you have faith on and that you, through your Jesus journey, you're learning and diving in more and understanding more. And so, you know, if, if you're praying to God, hoping for, magic to happen and, and blessings and prayers to be answered. Well, some people are just one daily devotional away mm. from getting their prayers answered because they might be sitting there in that next chapter, in that devotional, in that book, but they haven't sat down to read it to let God speak to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, prayer for, for me, for prayer is, uh, is when I talk to God, mm-hmm. like when I just unload, so my, the good things in my life, the things that are troubling me, um, the things I'm, I'm humbled about gratitude comes out in prayer. Prayer for me is like when I'm talking, like right now, I'm just talking, just, I'm just talking to God meditations. Now then when I'm listening for the, mm. for the reply. Right. And there are a lot of times where God will answer me instantaneously in meditation. Um, it's it's not it's not like a weird or like a ooh. you don't do any ohms or anything. Yes, it's not <laughs> it's not like that. It's uh it's that overwhelming feeling of peace that oh I know what to do now. Okay, thank yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but then there are times where in meditation I'm still I'm, I'm still at a loss. Uh, I open the book then, and then God's word speaks to me. And guys, one hundred percent of the time I can't even say like. Well, a couple times it didn't work. 100% of the time when I, when I go into reading the Bible openly and honestly and, and ready to be taught, um, God, God shows up. God shows up and he gives me some answers. Now, I, I'll pray. I'll listen for the answers in meditation. I'll get my definitive answers in the word. Um, and that's just kind of like how I, how I live my life. I, how do you, how do you take, take that? Yeah, I would agree. I think also for the listeners who might be like, meditation, I don't do any of that stuff. I think it's just listening. I think it's whatever gets you in a state that's going to help you to be open and not thinking about what's next, what's on your to-do list, what's the bill you have to pay, what's the thing that's just bothering you. I think getting into nature, I think going for a run or a walk in the body flowing, um, you know, there's some other good apps that may help you with meditation and even just sitting there by yourself, in the morning, right after you're reading or before you're about to read, I think it's just important to know that, yeah, you, the words need to be heard, right? And so if you're, you know, if you're having a conversation, if you and I are having a conversation, but I have headphones on that are turned off and I can't hear you, we're not really having a conversation. So I think it is important that people know it is that combo of prayer and listening mm-hmm. and prayer and reading, listening and reading. I mean, there's so much that goes into it, but I think right. it is important to, you know, to meditate on the word 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I loved how you put it. Like if, if you're only talking guys, if you're only talking and not listening for God's answer, not searching it out in the book, um, you kind of have a really one way relationship. And if you think about like your, the relationships you have with people and like, Oh gosh, that person just talks. So I just can't get a word in edgewise. Um, I, I just don't, I wouldn't want God to feel that about me. Like, gosh, all Keith does is talk like, bro. Like, let's just stop for a second. Just like, you know, like I, I, I was told this, I, I never learned nothing from talking. Right. But the most important things that I'm probably going to need for myself will probably be coming out of my own mouth. Right. So like what that means is like, if, if, you, if you're a talker to people and if you're a person that like, oh, you should do this, you should do that. Oh, you, have you ever thought about doing this? Like usually t- good talking people that talk like that, it's, it's stuff like if they did it themselves, that's probably the best received, right? So I always think like, cause I'm not a talker. Like, so I'm very picky when I talk, like I pick and choose when I, when I talk. Um, and, and I find moments when I can inspire, like you said, when I can help a situation and, and doggone it, 99% of the time, whatever, what I'm saying to inspire somebody else, I'm like, yeah, I need to actually hear that myself. Right. And so, I mean, if, 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 if all I'm doing is talking, like I, my, my, my ears aren't working to hear. Right. And so I have found it incredibly beneficial. I mean, I'm not going to say you got to do it. You got to do it or else. Like I have found it immensely beneficial to, to meditate and meditate as much or more than prayer. That's where I'm at right now. Like I was telling a, a, a buddy the other day, I'm like, yeah, if we go like prayer for meditation, like I'm probably vocally talking uh, 30, 30% of the time. Of that 30% of the time between the prayer meditation, I'd say 20% of it is just grace and thanks and thanking God and, and asking him what I can do next for him. And then pray for others, pray for others a, a good amount, right? And then maybe the 1% will be like, God, can you, can you? Mm do this or do, I'm not, I don't tend to pray in the, can you do this for me, God sort of thing. I definitely am a thank you, God. Bless this person, God. Bless this person. Oh, I heard heard my friend's family's sick. Come on. Can you, can you just shower them with peace? Right. And I'm not a prayer that like, I I don't pray for, for somebody to get something right. Like if, like, I don't I don't pray like, can you give Jason a lot of money? Just give, you know, I, I don't pray like that, but I definitely pray that Jason would have peace, right? I pray peace over his family, just peace and joy. Cause ultimately at the end of it, I've found in my life, as far as I've gotten so far, that um, that's really it. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for peace and joy. And I have only found that in Christ. Amen. For a tree is known by its fruit. And when you've heard that a million times, people have looked at that and said that that's all about action. And yes, it is about action, but at its core, it's about your words. Because a tree or a heart will be known by its words. Because out of the abundance of your heart, he says next scripture, your mouth speaks for a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things but I say to you that for every idle word man speaks they will give an account of it on the day of judgment for by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned our words are so important that God is keeping track 
of every single one of them. And I don't know what the system is that he's choosing to record it. I don't know the value of a single word, but I do know that our words are so valuable that he's keeping track of every one of them, recording every one of them, remembering every single word you speak until we make our words come into agreement with his word. And when our words come into alignment with his word, his word says he will remember your sins no more. And so the only way for us to have the ugly words that we have spoken deleted from the hard drive of heaven is to cause our hearts, which is where our words come from, to come into alignment with his heart, which is Jesus. Because our words connect us to the word. Our words connect us to God. Wow. Um, deep, deep, deep. I, I, like almost intimidating, right? Like I, I, I heard that and I didn't think like, I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't think, oh, you're doing great, Keith. I thought every single word. Holy cow. I mean, oh, he just wrote that down. No, no, don't write that down. Don't, don't write it down. Holy cow. No, he did it again. Ah, just stop. <laughs> you know, like everything is being accounted for, right? Yeah, I think also with this, I think that, you know, it, when you think about the words you're saying, why they're so important is because they are a reflection of your heart, like you mentioned, and the soundbite and that, you know, that's why God believes the words are so impactful and even swearing and, and other just negative words. It's it's a reflection of of what you're really dealing with, what you're really feeling. And I feel like, uh, yeah, there's some... Uh, People, there are some people who need Jesus because those hearts are not uh, the most positive or life-giving and you can see it in a reflection of their words. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the second part of that, um, why I pulled that song bite, was that when, when your words then line up with his words, like we, we start, he starts deleting things off your ledger, right? So- like how we spoke earlier, like we read the Bible a lot. Um, my understanding is pretty, pretty good right now in, in five more years, six more years, seven more years. I hope it to be a lot better. Uh, but like how I understand it now. And if I, if, if I'm sure, I'm sure the, the first 30 minutes of this podcast, someone can write in and be like, yeah, well, I don't really know if that's accurate mm -hmm. because of this, but that's where I'm at right now with it. That's my understanding of the word right now. Mm -hmm. So how, how pastor said, well, once you, once your words start lining up, like well, Keith's trying, he's trying real, he's trying to spread that word. I'm good with it. You That's know? why I feel it's a, you know, it's a journey. It's, it's not a, it's not a destination. Right. We're all works in progress. We're all figuring this, this out, doing our best. Right. I think watching the, I don't know how many episodes you or the listeners have watching of, uh, of the chosen so far, but just to put, the human, like I've seen a lot of Jesus movies, right? And we've seen a lot of, a lot of those, but I'm not as great at thinking about, no, what, what are, where, what are, like, where are they in the moment? What's, what's the scenery like? What's, what's it all, what's all really happening? But it really helps put in perspective and to see him 
and him interact and him work with his disciples and just see Jesus heal people and all that. And just like for us to be Jesus with skin on and speak like him, be like him, embody that, it's just, that's it, it, really helped me at least uh, that, that show. But that's a tall, that's a tall feat. And uh, with our, with our sinful natures. And again, the more you read the Bible, the more you meditate, the more you get around Jesus people, the more we're getting closer to that never ending destination, right? That journey to be our Jesus with skin on, which we just do our best. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're, we're talking about words, mm-hmm. uh, the words we use to either speak life or death into people. Um, we, we come to salvation using words. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't get saved unless I say out loud, like that's, that's the requirement, right? Saying it out loud, disclosing it to, to myself, to, to God and one other human being, at least that Christ is in my heart and he has my life that we have to use words to get that, that his son is the word. God is the word. He spoke, he spoke words and, and planets were formed right? That's, it's all, it all boils down to words and, and I got to be more mindful of them. You should be more mm-hmm. mindful of them. Everyone should be more mindful yeah. of them. I mean, at, at the end of the day, when I take, when I take my inventory of myself and how my day went, um, I mean, there are times where I strike out, right? I try to make amends on that super quick, but my gosh, you know, I don't have to be perfect. You know, my heart is, my heart is right. Now I know I judge myself on my intentions, but the world judges me on my actions. So I try to get my actions a little bit better each day, but that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. And, and because of salvation, because of his grace, that's perfectly okay. You know, I, I don't think, I don't think you make it in heaven myself. I don't think you make it in there by just being a good person. Right. You just, I, I don't know. I think you need, you think you need to do a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, being a good person is is the fruit. Yeah, fr- from the roots, right, of loving Jesus and accepting Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think also with our words. I mean, just as you're talking, you think about, I'm thinking about. Okay, what would actually happen without words? Like, how great of a parent would you be with no words? How great of a you know? How many businesses are all based on words? Right, people speaking, and so. You know, I know it's it's a simple concept, but when you really think about that, and then think about every word, and it, it actually really what really impressed me is, I know he's mentioned some podcasts before, but our pastor Sean here, it, I was so impressed and actually kind of taken aback by how he he actually spent, said he spends even more time taking things out of his sermon because he has so much great findings yeah. and and so many things there that he actually works on cutting it down to the perfect timing, the perfect words. And it's just, it's so impressive when people are really good with their words too, but also, um, yeah, words are important. Yeah. It can, it can, it can raise an army Mm -hmm. or it can bring death. Mm -hmm. You know, it can, it can influence you. Uh, it can influence your children. It can, it can raise them up or it can crash and beat them down. Right. So like no pressure, guys, no pressure, but like, what's coming out of our mouths is important. And I, I, I work in ministry and I'll be honest guys, sometimes I swear, 
You know, sometimes it's intended, sometimes it's out of anger. When it's out of anger, I got to correct it. But I mean, I'm not perfect with it. Gosh, I'm not, my, I'm nowhere near it. So like, I, I don't want anyone to like listen to, to think like this is like a, this is a talk between people that are above anything. Because me and Jason are not above anything. We're, we're learning as we go. We're trying the best we can. And I pray for that on you guys. I pray for that on, on our church. I pray for that on our city. I pray for that on anyone who's getting this podcast that just, just try a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And, and when you don't know where to go, pick up the word. The word, the word will get you there. And if you, you don't know how, ask someone that has done it before. Mm-hmm. And we're all in this together, right? And if we, if we as a, I guess, as a society, as, as a city, as a church, if we, if we teamed up more than, than broke down people with our words, if we, if we try to raise more people up with our words, gosh, where else could we be, man? Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about the keyboard warriors, right? So the words on the screen, think about how different would our organizations be if we only typed and spoke life, right? How different would our city be? Oh, How different would your that. family be? I love that. Right? So again, simple concept, words, but you know, are we embodying that? And what, what does this world look like right now, right? We're in the midst of a lot of uncertainty and fear. Well, it's because of the words that are being spoken to us based on what we're filling our minds with all this fear, all this negativity, all this uncertainty, all this divide. But what if we just got down to, even if you're not a Jesus person, just love and team human. You just spoke that into everyone around you. I think we'd all, I think you'd you'd be happier. I think everyone would be happier around you. So if you're still listening, this podcast, that's our, that's my final encouragement. I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm quite all right with wrapping it with that, man. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us today for uh, this episode of Chew on That. If you enjoyed this episode and think someone you know may benefit from the topics we discussed, please, 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 please share the link to this podcast on your social media platforms. Social media can be uh, it can be a weapon or it can be used for something really good. So if you if you like this episode, share it on, on social media. We'd also love it if you would rate and review the podcast on um, that's just so more and more people can be exposed to the life-giving message of Jesus, be more exposed to this podcast. Again, my name is Keith, and thank you, Jason. My thank pleasure. you for joining us. Uh, I, I I loved having Absolutely. you, man. Your insight was, was phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. So thank you for joining us. Uh, and we can't wait to talk again uh, uh, about the next sermon series next week with y'all.